Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about seven things to consider before you start accepting guest blogs. So Neil, this is something that you're familiar with. What do you have for number one? Number one, make sure you're willing to deal with spam. What I mean by this is a lot of people will try selling links on your website, and that's really important because the last thing you want to do is get penalized by Google. So make sure whatever you're accepting, people aren't shoving in links that don't make sense, um, and you have to just be worried about spam. Great. And then number two is, um, we have a whole process broken out for this, but what we really look at is we always ask people, you know, we have a write for us section on our site. And we asked them for three links. You know, send us three links of your most impressive uh, articles, right? That way you can get an, a really quick idea of, you know, what their writing style is. Does it fit what you're doing? Are they being really spammy, like to Neil's point? Um, you know, are they just looking for the link or are they genuinely looking to add value? Because you want to, you know, you want to do 5149, right? You want to, you know, you want to add more value than what you're trying to take. Um, and if it looks like clearly, you know, they're just writing for a bunch of SEO sites and it's really thin content, you know, what they have is what they have, right? It's the same thing with designer portfolios. What's there is what's there. That's the aesthetic. It's not really going to change immediately for you. So you have to keep that in mind. Number three, make sure the people are authoritative. The last thing you want to do is just have a ton of people submitting shit quality content and they're not authoritative. The people who are authoritative usually won't produce junk. Uh, and the reason you have to worry about this is you can get hit with a panda penalty. So if you have a ton of low quality content because you want to save money and you don't are too lazy to write content, keep in mind it can actually hurt your site. So make sure the content quality stays high. Great. And number four is I always like to ask them. It's the same thing when when people are applying for a job, right? You know, why do you want to write for us? And they they should have a good reason. You know, if they if they don't have a good reason behind it, they're just looking to submit. Um, you know, at, at scale, our process basically, you know, knocks out all the bots and, you know, the, or not the bots, but the people that are just sending out a bunch of mass emails, it's customized, right? They need to, they need to talk about, Hey, like, why does this align with what they're trying to do? Why is this the right fit? Um, and why are they the best writer for this job? Right? So I always ask them, Hey, you know, why do you want to write for us? Or if you're hiring someone, why do you want to work for us? Number five, when you're accepting guest posts, you need to make sure that you're not losing in touch with your readers. Now there's many, many authors and sure you could already have multiple authors, but now you have authors that aren't from your company. So you have to make sure that you're still building a community. A lot of authors will give you posts. They won't respond to comments. You start losing that same strong community vibe that you have going on. So you need to make rules for these people. Hey, if there's a comment, they need to respond to it. If they write a post, they need to promote it on their social profiles. Setting these rules in place will ensure that your community still grows. 
Because the last thing you want to do is just accept more content so you get more search traffic. You want to build that loyal audience. And to build that loyal audience, you need people who are dedicated to the cause and are willing to do things like take the time to write detailed responses when someone has a question, not just on your blog, but also on places like Twitter, even though you're limited to like 140 characters, right? But they can tweet multiple times to answer someone's question if they need to. All right. And number six, what we always like to ask as well is why don't you give us a couple of potential article titles or ideas that you think would be a good fit? Again, like we're making them jump through a lot of hoops when they're trying to write for us because we want to see how serious they are. Right. Most people are just going to give up. But these people are doing the work up front already. So give us a couple of titles. And then this is another evaluation point for us. Are these titles the right fit for our blog? Are they are they just kind of, you know, very marketing, right? It's like, you know, seven ways to, you know, make the most of your SEO or something like that, right? Which might not be a fit for our blog. You know, it depends on what kind of site you have, right? So again, you're evaluating them again. Ask them, hey, why don't you give us a few potential article ideas and titles that you think might be a good fit? And from there, you can see if there's alignment or not, because that's really important. Yeah. Uh, number seven, the one thing you need to keep in mind is as you have a lot of guest contributors, there's going to be a lot of overlap in content, not just from your website, but other sites. If you already have an article in online marketing tools, you don't want to keep producing more and more articles on that because then Google's not going to know which page to rank higher. In addition to that, when someone's guest posting, they probably guest post on a lot of sites and they reuse a lot of their own content. You don't want that. You want new, fresh content. So you're going to have to run the content they provide through CopyScape to make sure that you don't have like plagiarism or spam issues. All right, that's it for today's episode. We will see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.